0: Good morning, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. I am your host, Austin Varvel, and today's episode is going to be discussing everything that's going on in the world, but it is going to be on a more macro level, because all of these different things that have happened in the world, honestly, since March, have been small building blocks to the bigger change that will happen, and the bigger change is going to be a complete shift in our consciousness, a complete shift in our beliefs of who we are, what we are and what we are here to do as a species on this world and on this planet and in this universe. So first and foremost, there have been years, decades, centuries even of conditioning that has that, that humanity has undergone. We have undergone this conditioning to believe that we are different, that certain races are better than others, that certain beliefs are better than others, that certain parts of the world are better than others. And if you belong to any of those groups that are better than others, you are therefore better than other people, thus creating a majority and a minority. The reality of it is, is that none of those things exist. That Those are constructs, those are narratives that we have adopted through once again, years upon years of conditioning, years upon years of conditioning. And we are now seeing a culmination of all of these things be broken in what would feel like a five to 10 year span, if even that, it may even feel sooner for some. The reality of it is, is that this world is changing. We are evolving. Our consciousness is evolving. Does it look like it? No, not in any way, shape or form. There's destruction, there's mayhem, there's riots, there's all types of crazy shit, right? But if you think about what the process is of changing a habit and relieving yourself or healing that wound within and and really moving forward, right? When you think of the process of moving forward, You must first address the issue, address the problem, address the wound. Then you must accept the fact that that wound is real. You must give legitimacy to it, reality to it and say, this isn't something that I just think this is true. And because this is true, certain things have happened because of it. Then you have to understand why it came in the first place, why it's there, what happened, what, what caused this to create and fester itself. Then we have to make sure that we understand why it happened and make a conscious effort through more, most importantly, consistency, consistency and ensuring that it doesn't happen going forward. So. We are going through this transitionary period in life right now in consciousness, in society, in in the macro level, in the macro understanding of society's consciousness. We are going through a transformation right now, and it is a transformation that is impacting the world and will impact the future going forward. If you would imagine the world right now is one human. Imagine the world is one human being going to therapy. And right now, we are speaking on all of these injustices, all of these issues, all of these problems, all of these things that have happened. We're speaking about it to create the awareness. Now that the awareness is there, comes the acceptance. We must accept that these things are real, that these things are happening, and that these things are very true. As a collective, not obviously, Many of us feel this way. But as a collective, unifiably, we have to come together and we have to say, these are the issues. These are the problems. This is what we're in the process of doing right now. By us then accepting these things, we then begin to understand where they come from. What put these in place or whom? And that I can't get into too much detail because... If you know, you know, I can basically say that, but there are groups and organizations that would rather see humanity divided and disenfranchised and work against one another rather than work collectively, rather than work in partnership and in unison. And there. are Quite honestly, as a group or an organization or organizations that would rather see certain people in society adopt more of an a lifestyle of servitude and of oppression rather than equality and equal opportunity. What those names are, where they come from, who they are. That is quite honestly irrelevant. We can, you can give a title to anything and it will give it just that title. The fact is, is that it still exists and it's still there. That's the problem. (laughs) So once again, we're at therapy and that's us understanding, you know, where it's coming from, that there are these beliefs, that there are these thoughts and that they have been, we have been conditioned through all these different forms, through media, through television, through music, through you know, religious texts through beliefs and ideals that we have been given as a foundation of our existence and said, X is different from Y and Y is different from Z. And because X, Y, and Z are different, X is better than Y and Z. That's not, that's not true. They're all part of, they're all letters of the alphabet. And in order for the alphabet to be complete and to function and to be a working, Conduit for in which we communicate X, Y, and Z must be there. They are just as equally important as each other are. That is now where we are. Then comes the change. Once we're in therapy, we understand where it comes from. We shed light on it. We deal with those issues. Then comes the change. The change is what comes with the most effort because then we have to be consistent. Then we have to say, these are the issues, these are the problems, and that we are going to make sure this never happens again for the future. There may be remnants of it in our generation or the future generation, but two, three, four generations from now, it will be gone. It will no longer be there. It will be eradicated. How do you do that? Like I said, first and foremost, it comes with consistency. It comes with consistency and reminders. Reminders of what has happened, What we've gone through, of where we've come. And more importantly, we have to maintain a level of hope and optimism for where we're going, what our future can look like. You know, I'm seeing a lot of focus right now on the deconstruction, on the Admittance of these issues, on the acceptance of these issues, and we're almost to the point to where we are now going to start focusing on where those issues came from, where those beliefs and where that conditioning and where these narratives and constructs came from. We're almost there, but we need to continue to deal with these issues first. We can't just say, okay, we're going to it's like Zelda, right? If anybody's played the Legend of Zelda, you can't just start off in the very beginning, get your sword and shield and go straight to the boss and fight the main boss and expect to win. No, you have to go through your journey. You have to test yourself. You have to go through your strengths. You have to get some equipment on the way. You have to go through these steps. That is where we are right now. We can't just say, we've had this one way of thinking. We've had this one track die way of thinking. We're now going to go to the lead and change it. What happens to all of those different ways of thinking? What happens to all of those underlying conditions that are still there, that are still in your head whispering? But we are too busy now, focused on changing the front or changing the top, that we don't get to the center. We don't deal with the actual issues first. And that is what we need to do. This is what we're doing right now. We're going through our moments of grieving and process we are processing everything that's going that has happened and this is just like once again imagine the world as a giant traumatized human being right the world has been and if if the world was one human being it would be a very traumatized fucking person right imagine them being in their therapist's office right now talking about all these things all of these different ways injustice has been there police brutality you know failings of our systems Against whether it's one race, whether it's multiple races, look at how there has been such disproportionation within this world, within these economies, within these financial institutions. That's very traumatizing. That's very hurtful. That's very debilitating. If the world was one human being, it's going to take a lot to get through that. And we need to get through that. We need to feel these things. We need to create this awareness. We need to speak on these issues. We can't just sweep it under the rug anymore. The rug is too big. We can't step on the rug. We can't step over the rug. We can't go around the rug. We can't even go through the rug. We have to lift the rug up and deal with these issues one at a time. We have to deal with these injustices one at a time. We have to deal with these issues like police brutality against races that are not typically European, or I'm sorry, Caucasian, we have to deal with these issues where we have these children being kidnapped, being abused, being sexually traumatized because of their where they come from, or because of their inability to communicate the common language, or because there is a sense of dominance of that, of that oppressor upon that, those who are oppressed. And I want to talk about that for a minute too. Why does the, why, why is there this sense of issue with the oppressor? Why is that even there? Right? Why are people prejudiced? Why are they racist? Well, it starts very simply. It starts at home. It starts in your environment. It starts in your conditioning. And it starts with your parents, it starts with your environment, it starts with what you watch, what you read, what you believe, what you think. And then there gets a point to where you get older and you start to discern what is right and what is wrong and you start to make the difference and you start to understand the difference. Well, then there comes the challenge, right? Because the challenge is, is that you are breaking depending on when you go through this moment of transition or this moment of awareness or enlightenment, if you will, you could be 12, you could be 13, 14, 15, 16, hell, you could even be 18, 20 years old. When you go through that moment, you have the choice to break down all of those prior years of belief, all of those prior years of thinking, this is who you are. This is what you are. This is who you've come to be as a human being. This is your narrative. You now have to change that. You have to start from the beginning. You have to break all of that down and rebuild it. For many people, shit, they can't even rebuild their credit, let alone rebuild who they are as a human being. Imagine doing that at 13, 14, 15 years old, and then having the same environment around you, reinforcing the initial belief. Now you're in conflict. Now you're in distraught. Now you're depressed. For many people, it would be much easier to just go back to that original way of thinking because they're safe, because they're comfortable. Very rarely, I'm sorry, not very rarely, but rarely do we see people adopt or move away from that way of thinking and adopt an entirely new way of thinking and then change their life because of it. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of courage. And it's hard because you may lose your entire family for changing the way you think. I'm going to bear a bit of my family's background. I am a mixed American. My father is from Togo. My mom is white. My father, Togo is in Africa. So my dad's black. My mom's white. Simply my family on my mom's side is racist and prejudiced towards blacks. There is no way around it. That is very true. My mom's family disowned her basically when she decided to be with my father because of the color of his skin. There was no other reason behind it. He spoke well. He was very articulate. He was intelligent. He had a great future. He went to the military. There was no other reason other than the color of his skin. And they disowned my mom. My mom felt abandoned. My mom didn't know what to do. But she stuck to her heart and she believed in what she did and she left. She created an entirely new life. She adopted a new way of thinking. And I'm not going to lie. My mom experienced a lot of trauma and a lot of hurt and a lot of pain because of it. It wasn't from my father. However, you know, long story short, my mom did not have the easiest life because she chose to change the way she thought because she chose to change her conditioning. And I look up and love my mom for that. She changed her way of thinking and she adopted that and she stuck to what she believed in and she stuck to her heart no matter what. She went against all odds and against her family, those who told her who she should be from the moment she was born and said in her heart, this is wrong. This is not okay and this is not a way to believe. This is not the right thing. I'm going to follow my heart no matter. And I'm going to look at character and merit, not by skin. Do you realize how hard that is for many, many, many people? Excuse me. I apologize. My voice is still a bit raspy because I went to a few of the protests here in Las Vegas. So feel excuse me. Do you realize how hard that is for someone to change their entire environment and know that they have nothing to go back to, to know that they have no support at their foundation, to rebuild their foundation literally from them from scratch. And my mom had me when she was 19. She she wasn't, you know, I'm not saying she was the youngest, but she wasn't necessarily the oldest and most mindful of her environment or her world either. So, you know, she took that on. And there are millions of other people that do it around the day, around the world each and every day. They see the wrongs. They see the issues and they understand that there is a collective, that there is a collective learning, that there is a collective experience in this world of humanity. And there is a collective consciousness and it is not bound to religion. It is not bound to race. It is not bound to sexuality. It is not bound to gender. It is not bound to any type of external. It is the internal. It is of your soul. It is of your spirit. It is of your consciousness. So, we have a choice right now in society. We have this world where it is in therapy right now. This world is in therapy and they are going through issues. They are going through traumas. The world is healing. We are talking about these issues and we are talking about these problems. And there are those that don't want us to heal. There are those that don't want us to move forward, who want us to stay divided, who want us in a single mindset rather than a collective mindset. They are there. They exist. Once again, I'm not speaking on names for quite honestly. I may not even know names. I know names that I have been taught and given, but those could be the exact opposite beware ravenous wolves for they always hide in sheep beware and that was said in the bible that's been said in if i'm not mistaken in the quran in a very different way in the torah in a different way in the code of Hammurabi in a different way in the epic of gilgamesh in a different way beware of false prophets for they are ravenous wolves in sheep's clothing And we have been led astray. We have been led astray from a collective, from a collective belief, from a collective thought, from a collective thinking. But we are changing that now. But in order for us to change, we must deal with the issues at hand, with the issues, with the problems right now. It's like you're in a relationship. You can't heal from your relationship if your relationship has had a history of trauma, abuse, cheating. You know, adultery, um, whatever it is, you can't just heal in that relationship by just saying that all of that stuff is forgotten and moving forward, you're still going to have trust issues, you're still going to have those thoughts, you're still going to have those doubts and, and those wonders, what if those wonders of what if in order to fully heal. You have to talk about those things. You have to discuss those issues. Why that person cheated. Why that person put hands on you. Why that person hurt you. Why that person lied to you. You have to talk about those things. And each person has to, now this is talking about the world as a collective, as a micro, as a macro, I'm sorry. Each person has to go deep within and understand Why are they prejudiced? Why are they racist? Why do they feel that way towards that person when they see them? Why do they have those preemptive thoughts and you don't even know what that person's going to do? Where does that come from? Once again, if it comes from the home, you are no longer at home now. You have a choice to, or you may be at home right now, regardless, you have a now choice to accept this thinking, to adopt this thinking or to change it. You have that choice. This world is going to transform. This world is going to change. And quite honestly, I do believe that this world is going to change for the better. That three, four, five generations from now, we won't have issues of racism or prejudice. We will have a collective way of thinking and we will have a collective cooperation between all nations, between all races and all beliefs. How that is going to happen, Well, we are in the process of it right now. We are in the process of the deconstruction so that we can have a proper reconstruction. I want to encourage you all right now. Support each other. Support each other. I will not tell you to support only black businesses. I won't tell you that only black lives matter. I am not going to. There has been a consistent and statistically proven prejudice and injustice against black people in the nation of America and quite honestly around the world. There is, there is a prejudice and a hatred towards us. That is fact, that is truth. However, I wanna encourage each and every one of you that's listening and I may lose listeners, I may lose followers, I don't care. I want you, if you are one of those people I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm not. I don't hate you. I'm not negative towards you. I don't care, quite honestly. What I do care about is I want you to understand why you feel that way. I want you to challenge yourself and think, why do I feel this way about this person or this group of people? And it doesn't even have to be black. It could be, be, uh, it could be Christian and Islam. It could be Muslim. It could be Hindu. It could be sheik, Rose- It could be Shiite. It could be black, white. It could be Native American. It could be rich and poor. It could be country and rap. It could be whatever your difference against other people are. is? Why do you have that? I want you to ask yourself why you have those things. Why do you feel the way you do? Why do you think the way you do and why did you adopt that? And I want you to ask yourself, could you have you set yourself back in life because you acted out of that way of thinking? Perhaps you could have gotten a promotion, but you stepped away because of the way the person looked or the, because of the way the person talked or because of their beliefs, Perhaps. You could have had a wonderful life with someone but because of the way they thought they because of the color of their skin or the way that they believed or even if it was your family telling you that you shouldn't be with them why did you let that external influence dictate your life you know why why do you do the things you do why do you think the way you think and i want you to get down and really deep within and understand that because that is how we create change If you want to stop racism, if you want to stop prejudice, if you want to stop religious injustice and racial injustice and financial injustice, economic injustice, if you want to stop all of these injustices, we have to start where it started, with us, with what we believe, with what we think, and with the way that we have been brought up, with the way that we have been conditioned in our lives. I love each and every one of you, regardless of creed, color, religion, belief, background. I don't care. The fact that you are listening to me shows me that you want a collective, that you are willing to be open to a new world that is of prayer, of meditation, of a collective conscious that is focused on eating healthy, that is focused on helping one another, supporting one another, that is focused on growing this world, this nation, this country, this universe as a collective and working together to make this a better place rather than creating divide, rather than creating separation, rather than creating negativity. It starts with us. It starts with us going to therapy. It starts with us talking about these issues, talking about these problems, creating the awareness, and then accepting these issues, accepting that they exist, accepting that they're real, creating the emotion and the reality behind it, giving it validation. Then we understand why. We understand why it happened, where it came from, what caused us to think this way, what caused us to feel this way. Then we change. We create a new way of thinking. We create a new way of ideals. We create a new thought process. Then we reinforce it. We reinforce it with love, with support, with encouragement, and with success. And then lastly, we allow the old way of thinking to die, to be eradicated, to be destroyed. And in this new world, We don't have prejudice. We don't have racism. We don't have injustice. We have us. We have unity. We have one. We have a collective conscious. This isn't about having all of us put all of our arms down and sing Kumbaya and fucking be all peaceful. No, we're gonna have to go through these issues first. We're gonna have to get angry first because people are hurt, people are in pain, and people have suffered. We have to talk about these things. We have to bring light to this darkness. And only through the light can the darkness heal. Can the darkness be revealed. And can we then speak these truths that we know that do exist, that are real. And then can we bring about the change? Can we bring about the new world? And set forth in motion the building blocks for a foundation of a brand new way of thinking, way of living, and way of existing as one. I love you all. I wish you peace and blessings. I wish you safety. I wish you healing. I wish you understanding. I wish you acceptance. And most of all, I wish you truth. And I wish you love. If you need me, you are more than welcome to reach out. Reach out to me on Facebook. Look up my name, Austin Varvel. Look me up on Instagram, POSI MIND and VIBES, P O S I M I N D, the letter N V I B E S, VIBES reach out to me on my website pmpvpodcast.com pmpvpodcast.com reach out to me via email i'm here guys i several of you reach out to me i'm actually good friends with a few of my listeners now and i thank you guys for reaching out if you need anything i am here for you if you'd love to record an episode with me feel free to reach out let's build let's create and let's make this new world better for the future peace and blessings ashe